Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a sustained weight loss and self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are now certified integrative nutrition health coaches, and together with our community, we are learning to live our best lives by telling one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. On this episode, we sit down with Grigor Medikians, the founder and creator of Gaffer and Child, a company that uses clean skincare to inspire mindful living. Grigor shares his personal story of struggling with problem skin and the harsh chemical products he was given as treatment. Using these products ignored his own core beliefs around sustainability and how he wanted to treat his body, but was unable to find an alternative. So he started to create his own natural skincare products. In the last two decades of making his own natural skincare products, he has learned so much about the farmers who sustainably grow the ingredients, the health and safety of people using the products, how we improve our local economies when we buy from businesses within our own communities, and how we show respect to the creatures we share this planet with by not using them in product testing. In this conversation, we discuss the unique Gaffra and Child products, his commitment to self-care rituals through skincare and beyond, and so much more. We can't wait for you to hear this conversation and also have a special discount code for our listeners. For 33% off all Gaffer and Child products, visit gafferandchild.com, also in our show notes, and use the code COURAGEOUSWELLNESS at checkout. We personally love the hydrating serum and are excited for you to try these products too. Enjoy the episode. We have an exciting new discount for our listeners with Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic offers superfood coffee and elixirs to upgrade your daily routine. The powerful antioxidants, antiviral effects, and immune-boosting properties of mushrooms transform your cup of joe from an energy-boosting treat to a health-enhancing choice. Along with mushroom coffee, Four Sigmatic also offers mushroom elixirs, mushroom hot cocos, and other shroom-filled products. Erica uses the lion's mane in her morning superfood coffee, and even though I hate mushrooms, I absolutely love the products, especially the matcha latte powder, which contains myataki mushrooms and adaptogens. For 10% off Four Sigmatic products, visit foursigmatic.com and use the code COURAGEOUS at checkout, and there's also a direct link in our show notes. Thank you for joining us today, Grigor. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to get to chat with you and learn a little bit about your story. Can you tell us um, a little bit about your personal background and what your personal journey to wellness looked like? Wow. So personal journey to wellness. I, I didn't always grow up in the health and wellness space. It was actually a journey that started back when I was 16. I started getting into fitness. And that was my first intro to it. 
I kind of shed the baby fat and all that when I was 16 to around 18. And then I started having like skin flare-ups and stuff like that. So that's how I kind of got into skincare eventually. But it all started with fitness and my own journey to like incorporate health and wellness into my everyday life. And I used it kind of like as part of my medicine. You know, I didn't always have the easiest upbringing and like, you know, I had put on some weight in my younger years and then along with it came fitness and it was always about feeling good. So it was never about being in shape. It was never about like amazing skin or whatever else. It was all like kind of lifestyle driven. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can relate to it a little bit in the sense where I had like a weight loss story where I started getting fit and healthy, but every time I tried when it was about something external, it never worked out. But when it started being, well, I'm moving my body because it feels good and I love like this person I am, that's when my body and my relationship with my body really transformed. So I can relate to that a lot. Yeah. So when did it change? Was it, so it wasn't ever about vanity or because that's not bad I don't think there's anything wrong with that but was there like a change when it changed like was there a transformation of I don't want to just look good right what about the ingredients I'm putting into my my body from like a deeper place of health and wellness okay so ingredient wise I was never really looking into ingredients before Um, so the fitness started and then ingredients started somewhere. I think it was around like, yeah, it was like 16, 18. I was experiment. Like we were talking before the show about Buddhism. So I grew up, my mom used to take us to the temple when we were kids. So just exploring with, it started with the veganism exploration. Um, and then after with skincare, I started looking at ingredients the same way as like things I was putting into my body. So I was saying whole, and I was having flare ups. Um, and that was mainly because I didn't know it at the time, but I had really sensitive skin and the things that were available over the counter were really harsh. And the, and then when I tried to clean up my skincare routine and go to organic skincare, it was like. There weren't many options back five, six years ago, mm-hmm. and they were ineffective. That's interesting. You know, that sort of trajectory of like, I'm going to start to move my body in a way that feels good. Then the exploration of what what am I putting into my body? And for you, it you said it, it went to a vegan exploration. Um, I don't know how you currently eat, if you still are one, but then like, I feel like the idea of ingredients, external ingredients is always that like final component for people where it's like, oh, now I'm I'm thinking about what I put in my body. But what about what I put on my body or the environment that we live in, you know, dealing with things that sometimes aren't even in our control. Right. Um, So it seems like you came to this at a pretty early age. You're talking about this journey starting in your teens. Yeah. Do you think that was from, you said, you know, your mom exposing you to different spiritual practices or or what, I'm curious, like what makes a teenager be interested in that? In ingredients? In self-care, in, in this sort of health journey. I mean, a lot of teenagers, I'm thinking about, 
to my teenage years in New York City, it was like coffee and bagels. And I was like the healthy one because I wasn't living on coffee, bagels and cigarettes. You know, it's like that was the diet, right? Like or cocaine and cigarettes, to be honest, like in my high school. So why at 16 or 18, what in you and your your journey kind of clued you in to be like, oh, this is something I'm interested in with the skincare exactly skincare or just personal care whether it was how you were eating how you're moving it was always you know i think i mentioned earlier on the podcast like i didn't have the easiest time growing up um and i always go to routine and regimen and fitness as a way of making myself feel good um and that's kind of been something, a tool in my life that's huge that allows me to cope with the stresses of life. So like fitness and using clean ingredients and putting the proper fuel in my body. And it just helps me keep a state of balance in a sense. But it's a behavior that I had to learn at a really young age to help keep me balanced. You know, my mom was alone most of the time and I was the oldest in the family so a lot of times I was there to take care of everyone else and then the way I took care of myself was through self-care and it's kind of what led to the journey it's it led to the journey of gaffer and child too because you know I just wanted to be part of people's days to give them something to light up their day because I know how important that self-care ritual is And it's also a sacred space. It's your morning ritual. So why are we not putting the best ingredients here? It's almost offensive not to. Like how we do it out of the integrity and because we honor the space of our customers every morning. No, that's that's beautiful. And that's so well put. And I do think, right, like there was some sort of like mission in you from a young age because my parents went through really challenging times. But. I did not take care of myself. I went to food, right? Like food was that emotional place where I didn't have to feel my feelings. So I think it is still really admirable that something in you was like, no, you know, I wish I could have done the work, you know, the work I did, I did when I was in my early twenties, but how much more freeing could it have been if I was able to tap into that power as a teenager? So. I mean, I was telling you, I totally feel where you're coming from, too, because I went through the same. I was curing with food and that's how I became overweight to begin with. And it wasn't until I had that shift and it happened in the teens to me. That's when it started where like I I found a coping mechanism to the stresses I was going through. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so I mean. What a, like, as Erica said, what a beautiful gift. I mean, not the stresses, but when you look at it, like whatever those stresses were, you were able to find really healthy ways to cope with them, which is so cool. Cause now that we'll go into this a little bit, but now it seems like you're really dedicated to bringing that to other people in their lives as well. Obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. So let's talk about that a little bit. You mentioned Gaffer and Child. This is your company. Can you explain for our listeners what it is you guys do and what it is you make and what is your mission? So we talked about skincare and how special it is. And, you know, I wanted to bring something that lights up people's days. So Gaffer and Child, we're going to be the guides in the skincare industry trying to help people 
illuminate from the inside out. So giving them all natural ingredients, making you really glow and really shine and giving people products that are made with integrity. I think that's so important to honor that sacred space people have every morning. So that's what we're about. That's why we're out here. Um, and I've put my all into the health and wellness industry. I love and I'm obsessed with the fact that every morning when I wake up, my job is to make people feel good. Like that blows my mind. And I'm so grateful that I get to do that. You know, like I could be that smile that's on your face in the morning is because of me. It's an honor. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful that I get to wake up every morning and do that. And I wake up at five o'clock every actually i wake up at 4 44 every morning to make sure i'm ready for the world and to take care of the people that are out there our customers and everyone else i just love it I, that's so amazing it's it's such a beautiful mission that you have and it is like skincare having a skincare ritual taking care of yourself in the morning and the evening that way it really is like such a deep act of self-care. And so can you also talk about the ingredients that are in your products and why they're different and why they work? Okay, so, um, you know, I got into veganism kind of because of my own, I don't like to talk about it too much, but I was more into veganism because of the karmic principles into no harm. So that went into our products as well. We do all vegan products. It's all plant-powered. Uh, we're doing all organic ingredients. So we're making sure all the ingredients are clean. And in a nutshell, if you can't eat it, it shouldn't go on your body. Mm. So that's the gist of what we do. That's a great. I love that like one-liner. If you can't eat it, it shouldn't go on your body. And probably that could be applied to shouldn't go on your floors or your countertops, yes. whatever. But that's another conversation yes. for another day. But, um, okay, so can you talk uh, talk to us a little bit about what products you actually create and who are they for? What is your, who do you market to and who, who buys your products? Who uses your products? Who uses our products? We have, uh, you know, we have a really diverse uh, set of followers. It is a gender neutral line, so... We do a gender neutral line and our formulations are more targeted to people with like sensitive skin types. So I know some people are even sensitive to essential oil. So we're very careful and we take that in mind during the formulating process. Um, but we have an amazing three-step facial, which includes our scrub, our cleanser and our moisturizer. Our hydrating serum happens to be one of the best-selling moisturizers at Erewhon Market right now. Like, we can hardly keep it on the shelf, but that one just rocks it. Uh, that's actually what kind of made us, that's made us famous over the past few years is our hydrating serum. Um, it's got a great combination of chia, tomato, carrot seed oils. Uh, we use jojoba, and all the oils we're blending with are like non-clogging. So it's really great for skin, face, also used as a primer. A lot of people in the makeup industry use it as a mm. primer before applying foundation. Um, and we have the cleanser and the scrub. The scrub does really well too. Uh, sugar is the active ingredient, high in glycolic acid. It's really going to help penetrate the first layer of skin. And then I use uh, blueberry seeds and poppy seeds as microbeads. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really cool. You know, 
it's interesting. I have mentioned this on the podcast before, but haven't talked in a long time about it. I had a skincare journey or should I say a skin journey where, um, at 23, I had never had bad skin before, but I developed cystic acne, like horribly all over my face. The most painful, most sort of like inflammatory, not wanting to leave the house, not wanting to like be without makeup, just a really awful experience. And experiencing that as a young adult was such a weird thing, right? Because it's like, wait a second, you know, my awkward teen years are over and then all of a sudden I'm getting acne for the first time in my life. And so I I did a lot of research on my own because I was, you know, I went to the dermatologist. I was being pumped with antibiotics that didn't work. I was being given all these like really strong topical things that didn't work. And I wound up discovering on my own that I had a dairy allergy and I gave up dairy Right. And then within four days, like after months of chronic acne and cystic acne, within four days, it started to clear up and I got off all the other stuff. But since then, I've really learned like sometimes less is more. And sometimes, like you said, you know, we can be really sensitive. Our skin is our largest organ and people don't realize that and they don't they don't remember it. Sometimes I forget. And it's like, for me, clearly something was going on in my system. But if something's going on with your skin, sometimes it's a sign that something's in, in imbalance in your system. And sometimes that can be an external thing that we put on it. And sometimes it can be an internal thing. And just knowing, you know, the care that you take. But it also sounds like you have a really simple sort of structure for people, a simple regimen. And there's sort of, for me at least, I found that having sort of a simplicity to it, it allows me to more easily take that time to do my routine, to have a routine, to take care with that. Because when you don't have your skin, you, you know, it's like, I didn't realize that, but it can be such a confidence, um, sort of like, what's the word? Confidence inhibitor. (laughs) You know, it's just like, you, you didn't realize like how it, it kind of pours into all areas of your life. So I think it's really cool that you guys have created this um, that anybody can use too. Anyone anyone can use it. It's We make skincare for everyone. We make it really simple. I think self-care is super important. You have to love yourself so you can go out there and spread love to the world. And we make it, you know, we try not to be too stuffy with it or take ourselves too seriously. A lot of times people see us on social media It's just us. We're out there. Three steps. Like we give people a simple three step and really it's just a two step. And the third step you do every three days, which is scrub because you don't want to exfoliate every day anyways. But if you wash and moisturize your face every day, like just start with that. Um, We also do a skin cleanse that is a little bit more intensive, but not much. It's a skin reset program. I know a lot of people have been doing skin fasting these days or whatever else Uh, but we take that three step with our youth serum and our new facial mist that we started which are hydrosols they're amazing i can't wait to share them with you Um, so we have a five product kit and step-by-step guide for people and we just came out with that because i just got tired of like writing notes (laughs) you know like so People are asking, we put it together and we've been able to help a good amount of people with that program already and it makes 
my heart sing every time I hear about someone winning by just simplifying their routine and like, and it takes the pressure off. It's approachable. Yeah, that's true. I think I've, I don't know about you, but especially like as a woman in, in whatever 2020 in Los Angeles where there's sort of, you know, can be pressures around youth or, or appearance or things like that where, sometimes it's very intimidating. People don't even know where to start. And the idea of not having something that feels like, oh, I have a million products. And it's like, what are they actually all doing? And, you know, the idea of just creating a simple routine that someone can do every day is is accessible. Yeah. You mentioned skin fasting. What is skin fasting? I've never heard of that. Okay, so skin fasting is kind of, it's picking up some popularity. It's when people go extended amount of time without doing anything no makeup no skincare no nothing wow so i don't know what people are gonna say out there but i don't think it's the best to just do that like don't do anything because we talked about like we build our foundation on like those rituals and how important they are so i'm saying maybe skin fasting it might be a little too extreme why don't you just do a simple routine and we try to help teach people that. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And I, I think more and more people are, like we touched on earlier, it's like first it's food. First it's figuring out, okay, I want to eat cleaner or I, I'm you know, conscious of the ingredients that I'm putting in my body. And then once you get there, then it's usually skincare and household products are like the next steps because it actually, when we first learned or when I first learned about how unregulated, right, the beauty industry is and how is it only 50 or so products, maybe less than 50 or so ingredients are banned in the US and hundreds are banned in Europe. Um, that's when I started taking it very seriously and utilizing things like the um, EWG app where you're able to search and see like how dirty your products were are. And I'm, I was so astonished to find out. So even things that, you know, are marketed as clean, you, you really have to be your own advocate and do your own due diligence truly. So, um, I think it is really cool that you have a clean and simple program that is gender neutral for, anybody because men need it too like my husband just started um it's so dry and cold right now in California and he's getting like like dryness on his skin and he like never even thought to use he's like what do I use and so I'm like yeah like giving him stuff yeah no and it's making a difference but um but he never he hasn't thought about it because nothing is really marketed to him as a man in his skincare life. Whereas I feel like as women, everything is marketed to us. It's like, how do you be more beautiful and look younger and all of that? So it's just, it's interesting. Um, I'm curious too, though, you know, did you always have this entrepreneurial like spirit? Because it's kind of amazing, right? That through your journey and your necessity, you were able to create a company. So how did you do that? (laughs) Uh, the, well, first off, you really have to love what you do. Uh, I'll tell you that much. And we've been, not a lot of people know this, but we've been doing business for like six years now. So we've been around for a while. But like I said, growing up, I was growing up, my mom, and I helped her out a lot. But I remember like she would give me some lunch money. And I would save my lunch money 
and I'd go buy things from the ice cream truck, and then I'd go back to school and sell them and make money. So, like, I always had a little bit of this in me at a very young age. It was just kind of learning to be resourceful. A lot of times when I would buy things, like, I don't, like, I would buy things I can make money on or else I wouldn't buy them. Um, so I, I had that kind of business sense. And then I grew up, funny, was in wholesale distribution. So I spent a lot of time in that industry from the age of, 22 all the way up until beginning of last year where I left my full-time job just to go full-time with this but I worked with consumer goods for a really long time um, and it just makes me feel really good to have like my own product that encapsulates all of my values and how deep I am in the health and wellness industry today I'm just proud to be there because I feel like through my years of experience in that distribution channel, although maybe I was distributing other products or whatever else, I gained a lot of formal knowledge that would help not only myself, but my friends that I have in this industry because this industry is where it's at. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of people, you know, we listen to podcasts and some of them are on building a business or being entrepreneurial or how to, you know, how to do your own thing. Right. And I think it's important for people to know that sometimes it takes a long time or, or just an overlap of time where you're hustling and juggling multiple things when you're growing your own business and that it's not an overnight thing where it's like, I'm going to create this product and boom, you know, we're profiting all of a sudden. Like that's just not a reality. And we like to talk about that sometimes because I think some, you know, I think things can be presented in a way that are, it's not really an authentic entrepreneurial experience. And so to hear that like, hey, I spent this time gaining this knowledge while I was also developing this product, while I was running this company essentially at the same time. And then after six years or five years, I was able to go full time. I think that's an important story to share with people. Yeah, it was, it was, um, yeah, I was helping run another business I went to school for my master's degree while I was doing that. Um, then shortly after that, I got the vision. It just came to me. I got a download and like it was just bothering me. Like I had to do it um, and I knew I had the knowledge to do it. And I just wanted like it's interesting being, a, you know, I'm a, I, don't, I didn't share this with you guys, but I'm an Armenian man. So when you tell your parents, when you tell your dad and mom where they're used to like, oh, you're either going to be a doctor or you're going to be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. And those are your two life paths. And when you're like, oh, I just want to make skincare, I'm doing probably like one of the weirdest things possible and I get zero support. Mm. So like and I'm cool with that. It's, it's really what I love to do. We want to take a quick moment away from this episode to tell you about today's sponsor, Beekeepers Naturals. 
Beekeepers Naturals is a wellness company specializing in innovative nutraceuticals made from healing hive compounds and plant-based ingredients. Their mission is to improve people's health naturally and save the bees. Erica and I love these products and have been using them since December when CEO and founder Carly Stein was featured on the podcast. I use their bee pollen in my smoothies and love the superfood cacao honey, but my favorite is the bee chill hemp honey. It delivers a powerful 28 milligrams of hemp oil per teaspoon so that you can find your bliss. Made with USA grown hemp, it is non-psychoactive and contains 0% THC. I take it most evenings before bed or after a long day at work to completely relax and sleep through the night. It also curbs my sweet tooth since it is so delicious. What about you? Well, you know I love the propolis spray more than anything, but I also love the Bee Lixer Brain Fuel. It's a caffeine-free liquid vial with ingredients like ginkgo biloba and royal jelly that is really great for fighting brain fog and enhancing focus and concentration without any jitters. If you want to try Beekeepers Naturals, you can receive 15% off your Beekeepers Naturals order by using the code COURAGEOUSWELLNESS all one word at checkout or visit beekeepersnaturals.com slash courageous wellness. And you can also find that direct link in our show notes. Now back to the episode. I did it and I did it my own way and I was working and, 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 and working hard and working my way up through this other company, gaining the knowledge and we're distributors. We're like everything that has to do with logistics, like I know like the back of my head, so I have the knowledge to scale this and bring it to more people. And I also have the knowledge to help my brothers and sisters in the industry. And I really, I kind of want to be that too. You'll see us, we're really involved with a lot of other brands or you'll see me helping other brands or working with them. I love that I have the opportunity to do that now and that every day we're out there making people feel good on different levels. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's like collaboration over competition mm -hmm. is something that we also feel really passionate about because it doesn't matter how many people are doing the same thing. It's like there's only one of you and we all can grow and bloom together. So, yeah, definitely collaboration over competition for sure. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how the brand and the name came about? Okay, so Gaffer and Child. So Gaffer is a guide. And on a lot of Hollywood sets, the Gaffer is also the chief lighting technician. So we have to do with that illumination. And it really has to do with, you know, we go back to Buddhist principles and everything else. And we really honor the light that's inside of everyone. And we're telling people I didn't just want to like create a beauty line. I wanted to create a line that was so much deeper that like we're really acknowledging the beauty in every single person that's out there. And we're saying you are beautiful and you just have to, you have us here to reveal that. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. We're not covering you up or we're not giving you like these weird things. Like we want you to be the most beautiful version of you that's out there. That's so beautiful. I love that. I love your whole mission and purpose with this company. It's it's really Thank amazing. Um, I'm so curious, too. We always ask everyone this question, but what is your what is your self-care look like? You know, we're talking so much about self-care that it feels like here it's it's 
I'm so curious as to hear what is your self-care practice looks like and how is your skincare in your self-care routine as well? So skincare, one thing that, you know, I'm a minimalist type of guy. One thing I never skimp on is moisturizing. So like skip on the wash, skip on whatever you want. Just always make sure you moisturize. Um, so that's one thing I do as far as skincare that's completely non-negotiable. It happens every day. But my number one self-care tip is fitness. I mean, fitness is like life to me. It makes things like it aligns things. You get to clean your body from the inside out. And self-care, I go into like diet. Like my diet is a self-loving, self-worshipping diet, like taking care of my temple. Um, And I find when all that works, because, you know, in L.A., it's a very competitive atmosphere. So I take my job really seriously and I look at it as like, you know, Olympic athletes train. So I need to train and keep this whole temple in alignment with food and diet and everything else so that I can serve more people. Mm -hmm. So that's my goal. And my self-care routine is like number one is that fitness to just tune yourself up and stay on top of like just your basics. Mm -hmm. Um and I like to use this acronym that I took from Emily Schrom. I did a podcast with her a while back, but she says, I need my meds. Mm-hmm. It's meditation, exercise, diet, and sleep. So that's my self-care regimen. That's what I do every day to make sure I could radiate as much as I can for other people. And we were talking about it earlier. I, I start early. And that's also another part of my routine. Okay, like, I can't start my day, like, If I start at 11, I feel like I've wasted a whole day. Like, I literally want to see the sunrise. Mm -hmm. So that's another ritual that goes into everything else. And that was taught to me by my grandfather um, because I remember I used to wake up in the morning and he was the first one up in the house. And it was literally like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. And he'd be up, he'd be the first one up, showered, ready to go. So at that, at a young age, like I picked that up from my grandfather. I saw that until this day. That's also part of my self-care because it's I'm worth waking up for today and showing up today, like making sure you're taking care of yourself and showing up for yourself every day. I love that. I'm curious too, what, because you're mentioning right fitness and the way you eat. How do you eat and what is your fitness routine? And and was there trial and error in figuring out this works for me? I don't like to right now I'm under right now I have sort of a regimen because there's a lack of time. So I make sure it's a lot more structured. I wish I had a little bit more freedom. Um, I like to try to put fitness into lifestyle best I can. So cardio would be a hike preferably as opposed to And I try to do as much as I can outdoors as opposed to indoors. I'm not a heavy lifter. I used to be. I used to be all those things. Um, I used to be strict with a gym routine. But now I like the flex of like yoga or even Pilates I'll get into. I like to keep workouts playful, if that makes sense. That, That way it's not as daunting for me too. 
Yeah, I think that's good advice and something I can certainly relate to. Some people are great with the like the really structured fitness, but I'm someone like that who needs to keep it playful. Otherwise, it won't happen or like integrated into my daily life. Right. But sometimes we need the structure when we're like, sometimes it's like, I don't know, yeah. whatever speaks to you, just keep moving your body, I think is the best thing. Yeah, like, that's good advice. Yeah. Just don't be, um, why is it weird? <laughs> I'm like blanking out. Yeah. Don't be like, you got to keep your body moving. You got to keep that blood flowing every day, yeah. whatever. No, don't le- lead a sedentary lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Because our life is already that way with all the driving and the traffic and everything else. It's good you dedicate at least, okay, like rough rule of thumb, it would be like 30 minutes. Make sure you move your body around every day at least. I I spoke to a nutritionist once to um, like a really holistic, like super holistic nutritionist. And her recommendation is just that you like, she was like, just walk an hour a day. Like she was like, it doesn't have to be anything intense. Like, um, and this was like before my weight loss story, but when I was starting to get interested and she was like, all you need to do is walk an hour a day. And so I think we get so in our head that it has to be a certain way, but it, it really doesn't. And um, what about food? Are you So you're still a vegan. Food, I'm really clean. I'm really clean with my diet. I try not to eat anything that's packaged. Mm. Like rough rule of thumb. Like So if it's in like a package, I try to eat fresh. Um, I like that. A that's lot of nuts and seeds. I do kind of mainly most of the time I'm kind of, I hate to put labels on. I'm yeah. not going to do that. I'm not I'm not playing into no, that. No, no, like, that's fine. I have just what works for me for the most part and it's clean and just real, real ingredients food. and whole yeah. foods. Well, and I I like that too so much because we shouldn't label anything because what you are now might not serve you in six months or in a year. And right. so it's like we're human beings who are constantly evolving and labeling can sometimes restrict that natural evolution. I like to let things flow naturally, like the workouts, like the diet, what speaks to you at the time is what you should be doing. Don't be so rest. Life isn't black and white always. No, it's not. Those are also good, really just like simple, um, accessible pieces of, I think, advice for anyone who's interested in like, just move a little bit more. Or maybe if you want to make one little shift in, you know, your how you fuel yourself, things that often come in a box are not real food. So like maybe just avoid packaged things like those kinds of things. There's really simple, just like your skincare. You have a really simple Simple. philosophy, but it's just those little things can make a huge difference over time. Um, We also ask all of our guests, do you have a particular book that you would like to share with us and our listeners that was maybe influential to you over the course of your journey. And it can be on anything. It doesn't have to be specific to skincare. The four agreements was one of them Mm -hmm. that a mentor turned me on to some way along this journey that really influenced me a lot. So I, I always like to Joey was his Joey's his name. We still talk and he's, I've always looked up to him and I remember during this journey, that was one he gave me. Another mentor of mine gave me a book called Hidden Language Codes. Um, 
so I think that's a good book. And then I always have fun with The Alchemist. Mm. That's that's one that really resonates with me, and it, it's a really beautiful book. So that one's an easy read. <laughs> and then the other two are good, like nuts and bolts information that people should have downloaded at least. No, that's great. Those are, we'll link them in our show notes. Yeah. Um, so if anyone wants to try Gaffer and Child, where can they find you? Where can they find the product? How can they find you on the internet? So you could find us at gafferandchild.com. Um, I urge people, I mean, go to our website, check us out, but also get on social media. Give us a shout. We're real people. We love to hear from our customers and interact with them on a regular basis. So don't just go to the website and buy something. I mean, you could, but you could also reach out to us and we love hearing and interacting with our followers. We're real people behind a real brand. And I was going to say, you you know, you interact with your customers and, you, you know, you guys are real people. Fun fact. Did you know that one of their customers happens to be Brad Pitt. <laughs> Just going to throw that out yeah. there for anyone fun or uh, anyone, you know, finds that to be fun. That's, w- that's one of, um, that's one of, but everybody is, is, is our number one yes. customer. We really know, but really though, it's, yeah. there's one thing as we're all business owners in your mm-hmm. podcast, you know, when your customer reaches out to you and tells you that, that you've made a positive impact in your life, that's why you wake up in the morning. Yeah. And that the same goes for us. And I just want to make sure that goes through. Yeah. And it does. It's truly like nothing feels better than when you get, you know, a message or something that like someone, hey, this really impacted me or this inspired me. or I'm so glad. Thank you for this information. You know, we get inspired by our guests. We get to interview, you know, incredible people who have these stories to tell. And so we're very fortunate that we get to do it. Um on a regular basis, but the fact that we get to share these conversations with a, a wider audience, it really is so exciting to us. So we agree with it's that. the best gift. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. And everybody go check out Gaffer and Child. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch through our website, www.courageouswellnesspodcast.com. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.